Welcome to After Hours with Astrid Amiu. Today we're talking to Tamara about modern spirituality. Welcome to After Hours with Astrid Amiu. I am your host, Bella Jones, and today we have the lovely Tamara, otherwise known as Wolf Sister, joining me. Yay! Hello, Tamara. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for this chat already. I'm super excited because I, (laughs) this is my jam. I love crystals. I love tarot. I love like, I try and live an intuitive life. Yeah. So for me, I'm just like, oh, amazing. amazing. So can you do a little intro to anyone who might not know who you are? Okay. So I am a crystal healer, tarot reader, um, author of a book called The Crystal Code and another book called Luna that's coming out in the summer. Um, basically, I'm a modern mystic and Amazing. I bring um, spirituality into kind of like everyday life realms, um, whether it's through my one-to-one sessions or through workshops, giving people the space to really tune into their intuition and mm-hmm. um, understand themselves a little bit deeper. That is a really amazing bio, <laughs> just like who doesn't need that in their life? So can we go back to the start? Mm-hmm. How do you end up as a modern mystic? Um, like when did I, you first know? Well, I basically, I don't think where to start. I'd always been interested in spirituality, mm-hmm. um, but I was very much in the spiritual closet because like, a lot of people around me thought it was woo-woo and weird, so yeah. I'd keep it to myself. And I used to be a hairdresser, so I'd go no to... Way. Yeah, so <laughs> I used to be a hairdresser and I used to go to um, like meditation mm-hmm. things or crystal healing workshops at the weekends and my clients would be like, what do you do at the weekend? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know that feeling. Like I went to a cow ceremony and they're yeah. like, "Excuse me, what?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's the- great. You, got, you hope for that. You get high. And you, yeah. I met my past self. I'm yeah. my future self. It was brilliant. Yeah, and they're like, "So you just drank chocolate?" And you're like, "No, no, no. It's so much more than that." <laughs> it really is. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so it just kind of I was always interested in it, but never really understood kind of like why it was just mm. one of those curious curiosities and since i was a child i'd started collecting crystals when i was eight just because i was drawn to them and it wasn't until i was a teenager that i realized that they had kind of powers and they okay. could be used for different things which was like super eye-opening for me mm. and then like, in my 20s i'd always kind of like um when i was having a hard time i'd go to go to crystals and i'd work with oracle cards and i'd had a deck since tarot deck since i was 14 mm. so it's always been there but kind of again in the in the closet and then i kind of had this kind of quarter life crisis and I went to Burning Man thinking that that I was going to come back a changed person thinking that I'd have this spiritual awakening there and I didn't I was like oh it's just like a festival in the desert really everyone's like oh I'm gonna go and do like plant medicine and then like meditate and like meet my inner self and all that stuff didn't happen no not for me and it like but I always trust that everything happens the way that it was meant to yeah I came back with this huge like kind of anti-climax being like oh my god I haven't like Mm-hmm. I haven't had that this massive transformation by this week in the desert but then I had a reading with a psychic and I was talking about chakras and different things I was like I think I need to get my chakras rebalanced I didn't even really know what it meant I, yeah. I just googled it and I'd like known a bit about it and um she was like no 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 you're meant to be doing this and I was like what like and then kind of really went down the rabbit hole with it all yeah. um started learning different things went to a psychic development workshop knowing things about people that i'd never met before through doing the, these things, things because i'm gonna i've done literally really similar stuff that is yeah. so weird because i was chatting to the girls earlier and i was like mm. oh i went to a psychic and they told me i was psychic and yeah i went and did a course so going back were you a spooky kid or not you were just a crystal loving I, kid or were I you a bit like, like i wouldn't it sounds weird like sometimes i would know things that i wasn't yeah. supposed to know yeah okay like I was so very intuitive, so I'd pick mm-hmm. up on things and I would always 
pretend I was a witch and like yeah. make spells yeah, and yeah. Like, go, like be, have my crystal ball and like <laughs> yeah. make believe think that I was making believe but maybe it was because I was actually drawn to it yeah as a kid um and then yeah my, so my things are so everybody I think everybody's psychic everybody's yeah. intuitive yeah, to agree. a point um but and we have our psychic senses mm-hmm. and it's how we pick up on things and yeah. everyone has different psychic what senses so mine is like clairvoyant so right. i yeah. um i see things i'm clairsentient mm-hmm. so i feel things oh. um so i say if i'm doing a healing treatment or if i'm doing a reading for something i'll feel things in my body mm. that aren't that aren't mine so it'll give me an indication if they've got um a problem say with their knees because then i can feel it in my knees because i've been to readings and they start going oh and it's like i've got pieces and they go oh ovaries and i'm like yeah yeah my god that's mad and i also only i didn't realize that i was until one of my friends i was doing a reading for and she's like you hear things i was like oh my gosh i do so i'm clairaudient as well so i'll hear mess like hear messages that are coming through or words pop into my head that then like yeah, yeah, leads yeah. me on to different things if I'm doing a reading for someone. See, I had a bash, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and do you want to know what my things were? So okay, I did okay. a course at the College of Psychic Studies okay, in, yeah, in yeah. psychic development. Yeah. So I'm kind of like on your vibe. Yeah. The things I knew, what people had eaten and the clothes that they liked. How pointless is that? <laughs> That's no, like the worst psychic no, of all time. Like, not I'd really. like sit and I'd tune in and I'd be like, you've been eating delicious chocolate brownies, haven't you? And then just be like, yes, could I you fucking do, have. Could you, t- could you taste it? How, yeah, yeah, I could so taste um, it. I could taste that coconut. Called, yeah. That's a rubbish one though. Like not send me really. some lottery numbers. Yeah, <laughs> like, but most people don't get the lottery numbers anyway. Yeah. But it is, I, I went to something recently and it is, everyone picks up on different things. It's where, yeah. your, where your mind goes. But That's someone it. might be, if they've got a food intolerance... If you were, oh. if you were a psychic medium and you know about those foods and what they've been eating, like that could work. Or if you were a stylist yeah, and you I know, was. yeah, you I know, know like you're, channel, yeah. you're channeling it naturally. <gasps> yes, this is it. Back on, <laughs> back on the straight and narrow. So I also want to know a bit about the jump from hairdresser yeah. because that feels like a huge leap. So how long were you dabbling in that area before you were like, I can't stop thinking about this. I'm making oh my God. I think as soon as I'd had that reading with that psychic, I was like, I, this is it. This is all I want to really? do. But I had bills to pay. Yeah. I needed to pay for my all the training that I wanted to do. And I went, I ended up going to Bali for two months for a, on a sabbatical to be an apprentice to a shaman. So I needed like, okay. my job. You can't just go, skip past that bit. You can't be like, oh, I just did like, you know, an apprenticeship with a shaman and then just what what was the shaman's name so her name was white star amazing yeah. did she give you your name no so i thought that i wait i had so i was, had two months of training with her and at the end i was, had this initiation the final initiation i thought i was going to be bestowed my name yeah I remember seeing like my friend had come with me and i was like right i'll see you later i'm gonna go and get my name and i came back i was like oh she's like what's your name then i was like i didn't get one like oh. she's like it will come to you and i was like okay and i remember when i came back from bali i wanted to have an Instagram to start sharing what I was yeah. learning. I was like, what, was, what am I going to call it? I had like the list of like the cringiest names ever. Go on, hit no, me. I can't. Oh, I can't. It's too bad. There's too, I can't even, I blocked them out. Uh, <laughs> they're so bad. I'm the worst person like for f- working out names. But <laughs> I, um, yeah, I had, it was, okay. It was Liberty and Wolf. So and it was like nice. Liberty. It was like yeah. mm, but I knew it wasn't the one, but I was like, right, this is the holder name because something like I've got. Otherwise, I'm gonna not do anything. Just holding them out for a name. Yeah. So I was like, like this name, and then I was. I think I'd been to a crystal show. I was on the tube, and I was like, Wolf Sister, and I was like, that's the one. Like it just yeah. made sense. So that, yeah. and it was just like, yeah. So it kind of all came. 
Wolf Sister is such trying. a good name. It also sounds a little bit like a metal band, which I'm quite into yeah. as well. I was like, Wolf <laughs> Wolf's, Wolf's like my spirit animal. So oh. that's how I realised that. I first realised I was clairvoyant because when I was meditating, I thought I was the world's worst meditator because mm. I kept just seeing animals. I was like, why am I thinking these animals? Like, you, you, you're like, you're getting this wrong as well. Yeah. Um, and I just stuck, stuck with it. And I was like, well, what if I looked up what these animals meant? And I was just blown away by all of the meanings of the animals of, that were coming through to me and what, what they meant. What animals were you getting? So, like, so I was getting like wolf. So that was all about um, shedding old habits and releasing mm-hmm. old habits and having the spiritual awakening. Moving into the new yeah. phase. Yeah. Um, and then I can't remember. They changed all the time. It was like a snake. It was like transformation. Um I remember having this like really vivid dream of like loads of turtles. And that's mm. about... Um, connecting with your emotions more and protecting yourself so so but when I started realizing that they were messengers it was just super eye-opening so we're we're getting the messages all the time without even realizing if we just turn to take that moment to like what does that mean so let's go back to your two months you spent in Bali as an apprentice to White Star yeah which I'm also really how did she get her name I don't know how she got her name she's actually she's actually American really but yeah but she was over there and she's had She's had so many like incredible experiences and really? done lots of different things and had lots of incredible teachers. Mm. Um, but again, like weirdly, just found her on Instagram, not Instagram, like Google. Really? I was looking for retreats and things to do. Yeah. And I kept coming back to her, but none of her retreats lined up with the dates that I was there. Mm-hmm. And then I just messaged her saying, like, could you recommend anything? And then she said, well, do you want to do an apprenticeship? So, I was doing so like she two, got the vibes from your yeah, message. Yeah, but she does offer it. But I was doing, so I was doing like two two hours a day. What like were you doing two hours a day? So it was like learning about chakras and energy healing and third eye activations, mm-hmm. um, learning how to do different healing ceremonies, um, different psychic practices, like psychic readings. Mm. Um, yeah, like loads of like cord casting rituals where yeah. you disconnect your energy from maybe an ex or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, past experience or someone. Um, yeah, lots of just different things. So and just full immersion into the world of being a modern mystic. Yeah, basically. basically. Um, and tell me about the other thing that you were talking about earlier, which is the water priestess. Yeah. So when I went back to Bali, I went back to Bali for three weeks in November last year. And mm. I like, went to this water priestess. So they took us to this water temple. So Bali has lots of different temples, yeah. different things, and they have water temples. What but does a water temple look like? It's just um, a natural spring. Right. Um, usually going down kind of like a hill and it's got uh-huh. different tiers mm. um and then it's got it's i, I guess like some it's just channeled so they'll yeah. have like a pool for women and a pool for men mm-hmm. um and you kind of you go in and you get kind of cleanse yourself with these natural yeah. springs oh, um so yeah so they're all some all of them are different but the, this one that i went to it was um it was really off they took we had to get up really early and it was off the beaten track but when we got there not even like the market people had, had set up so it was literally just us it was me the um the lady that was taking us through the um ritual and i think two other women and then the uh the guy who was the driver Mm. so it was just us in this water temple like cleansing and she guided us through this ritual and it was just like i just felt like i was reborn it just felt so nice because the water is so pure Mm. and because that water is only for sacred mm. and ceremonial purposes the energy there is just so clean and you can yeah. fi- you can feel it um so yeah it's not like just getting under a shower or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. it was just yeah it was just out of this world oh my 
God, that sounds amazing. Mm. So you went to the, you was a hairdresser, interested. You went and did the apprenticeship yeah. with White Star. Yeah. And then you came back and I suppose, how did you then incorporate all those things that you had learned? Yeah back into you're not in Bali anymore suddenly you're on the tube and you've got people being gross like how do you stay in that state that you'd managed to reach I think of all the times I've been away and done different things because I'd had that time away it really allowed all of the practices and the things that I've been learning to integrate so mm. that when I came back I just felt so much more grounded so I wasn't so affected by the things that were going on mm. around me and those practices that I was doing there I was doing at home mm. they didn't stop just because I wasn't in Bali anymore so and I I still my morning practice is really crucial for me just to feel what is good. your morning practice I meditate every morning for about 20 minutes okay. and then I will do some journaling which is I do a practice called morning pages from yeah, a book called Artist Way. Way. Yeah, yeah so three pages of whatever's in my head and then yeah. I'll pull an oracle card um but I don't like I've been um uninstalling like my apps and like Instagram so I don't look at my phone or anything until after all I've done that's why I have to uninstall it it's so hard I'm trying to do that so hard so the, just uh, to go back a minute the yeah. Artist Way yeah is basically a spiritual um, like guide it's on like how to... like a creative to... recovery program, yeah, isn't exactly. It? So if you're doing anything creative and it doesn't, it's not just for creative people, mm. um, it was basically written to help you channel back into like your inner artist. So you have to go out on like an artist date on your own and you have to do like stream of consciousness to get all your nonsense out of your head and it helps you get to like really good ideas. So for me, I mm. did the artist's way and I did a Kickstarter to set up and make oh, the mugs and yeah. all of that came through my morning pages put crystals in that's the thing yeah. put like put listen to the vibrations do all yeah. that and that all kind of just and it's not like I suppose I maybe I'm channeling something but it just feels like me I'm just like hmm. but you're kind of sorting through your shit word for word and but writing it down you don't keep circling back on yourself because like mm -hmm. you know it's easy to get we, caught in that cycle isn't it yeah well they I think they say we have like 60 to 70 thousand thoughts a day and shit. most of them are the same as yesterday yeah and we're, we're like and if it, <laughs> especially if we're being hard on ourselves we're technically brainwashing ourselves with mm -hmm. those thoughts so when you're more writing the morning pages you're getting clear of like actually what do I need or is that true yeah or how is that how is that helping me mm -hmm. and so you can really like let things go so you can be a clear channel for the best yeah. ideas or solutions to problems and everything absolutely so meditation morning pages and oracle cards yeah what what deck do you use so i have been using the work your light deck and also i've just got the star seed deck by a lady called a uh, collaboration with rebecca campbell and danielle knoll okay they're really beautiful and i use them a lot in my workshops and like moon ceremonies and they're mm. just really beautiful and really easy to use so if ne someone's never used cards before it's a yeah. really good entry level but also that the messages are really powerful as well oh, amazing so now you've managed, so, you, so from that, you now do this full time. This is your full time yeah, living, I do now, you've written yeah. books. Like talk me through the second stage of that journey. So I came back and just started doing more one-to-one -one sessions and events and it just kind of built organically. Amazing. And then, from the Instagram. Yeah, really. A lot mm. of it is from Instagram because people are seeing it and I was just sharing, sharing it there. Um, and then it just built and built. And then what happened? I was doing some workshops out on an island in Croatia called Obanyan. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realise at the time I was doing a crystal healing workshop. And I didn't realise at the time that one of the people in that group was a literary agent. And then she contacted, yeah, so she contacted me a few <laughs> yeah. months later and said, would you be interested in writing a book about crystals? And I was like, uh, okay, I'll like, have the meeting. Yeah. And then had a meeting with, and then weirdly... 
I was approached um, by, I think it was like four or five other publishers. It saying, happens like that. It just snowballs, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, this is so surreal. I was like, mm. I could just about write an Instagram post at the moment and people <laughs> want me to write a book. Um, but I was really excited about it. And I thought if I was going to write a book about anything, about be about crystals because I can talk about them all day long and get super excited about them. Amazing. Um, and then it just went from there. And then I, um, and over that time I was phasing out my hairdressing job. So I was yeah. cutting down days, cutting down days. Have you got days. anyone that just won't stop and they're like, no, you're my hairdresser? Yeah, it was so hard. <laughs> I think it got over for having like one client or a couple of clients like cry when I said oh. I was leaving. And I just like, I don't think I can tell people anymore. Because they were so getting, much. basically, they wouldn't realise. So you'd be like the best hairdresser to ever have because you've got healing hands. You're like intuitive. So you'd know. And like, think about what a personal experience it is to have, mm. be, go to a hairdresser. Like I'm really picky with hairdressers because I'm very much like you. I'm like yeah. energy and stuff. So if someone's putting their hands on my head. Yeah. Like they need to be in a good place. Don't put your bad mood onto my no, scalp. No, But you'd go in there. And so basically you were healing all your yeah. clients <laughs> inadvertently yeah. and like therapizing them mm-hmm. and like doing all that stuff. So they're like, yeah. no, yeah. no, no, I want my highlights and I want my Reiki, please. I know. Yeah, basically all of that. <laughs> it was really hard, um, but it was just, the, it was the right time to, like, to yeah. go. But yeah, I did get to a point because I remember being at reception. I told my client she was crying and I started crying. <laughs> I was like, this is just too much. I can't tell people anymore. Oh, but that shows yeah. how like the connections that you make mm. with people. Um, and so talk to me about the process of writing a book from oh, someone gosh. who didn't want to be a writer. Yeah. The fact that I had, again, I hadn't started doing morning pages at that point. And mm. my, one of my things on repeat was like, I'm not a writer. Yeah. I didn't do my GCSEs. Yeah. Like, I'm not a writer. What, who, what, what yeah. were they thinking? Yeah. Um, so that was on loop without me You're realizing. Like so I had yeah. to do a lot of um, work around overcoming that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the process of writing the Crystal of Code was very transformative for me. Mm. Um how did you work through those negative feelings? I think that's something that... Catching them. Catching yeah, them. Yeah, it's like, what is, the, like, I'm good at, ca- like, catching... Yeah. I always talk to everyone about, like, limiting beliefs. We always have yeah. them. And I was leading a workshop recently and someone's like, how do you how do you find them? And I was like, they're there all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you will know when if whatever you're moaning about or the reason why something's not happening for you or when you're having a meltdown and that's that's all your limiting beliefs coming up there. It's like, catch them. Yeah. Because then you know, what do I need to look up? What do I need to heal around that? Yeah. Um, and also morning pages can yeah. help you catch them. So I did that. Um, I also had some hypnotherapy with a lady to help me me with that cycle. Yeah. And just kind of understand what was going on. Because also I knew that when the crystal code came out, I would feel really vulnerable and really triggered. So I wanted to do the work before so that I was kind of covered, if that makes sense. Because I knew it was going to happen. No, it makes total sense. being prepared for it. Because actually it's when it's out of your control. So like... I'm an extrovert mm-hmm. by nature. Yeah. But recently I did a video and it came out and I didn't have any control about when it was coming out. I didn't edit it. I didn't do mm-hmm. anything. And I felt like, I was like, fuck, I should push, th- push this because it's a big deal. Yeah. And I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, I shouldn't. Like, actually, I should be proud about this. But even mm. now I'm a bit like, huh, I did a thing. Yeah. And yeah. Like kind of sorry that mm. I exist. So that's something that I know I need to work on. Yeah. So I can only imagine what it'd be like to write a book. Like that's because it's you those yeah. are your words that's your feelings yeah. that's so exposing isn't it C- completely mm. and you just think like oh who's gonna read it what they think what it's all for? and like the fear of failure was triggered massively yeah for me um but also i think for me what really helped me is just le- t- learning from all of the challenges mm-hmm. rather than let them beat me it's like right, what do i need what do i need to support myself and also i'm getting crystal healing as i'm writing it so yeah. as i'm working with all the different crystals 
I'm learning, I'm channeling that energy at the, yeah. at, at the right time yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to help me bust through all of that as well. Can we talk about, so um, you might be able to see this one. So Tamara's brought three really beautiful crystals with her. <laughs> Can we talk about what we've got in front of us? Yeah, here, please. We have got um, the white pointy one is selenite. Um, I use this, I used to use this as a wand to create yeah. a sacred space when I was doing my readings. Yeah. But it wasn't this big. It looked oh. like mine was like a little <laughs> tiny one that basically broke. This but, is a yeah. bad boy. This would kill a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> what does selenite do? So selenite is really good for just clearing unwanted energy, but it's really harmonizing and really soothing. Mm-hmm. So if you've had a lot of um, unwanted attention or a lot of people projecting their demands and their needs on you, it just really helps you disconnect and come back to yourself so that's a really yeah. good one. Every, everyone needs that in their life. In their, yeah. And they, I always say in, in their bedroom is a good place to help you sleep, help uh-huh. you disconnect. Okay. Um, and then the black one is black obsidian. So that is really powerful for cord cutting and um, helping you just protect your energy. Mm. So again, if you've got lots, of, if you've got toxic people around you, if you're in, a, in an environment with lots of strong energies and you're finding it quite hard or you're going through a break you know like a tricky breakup mm-hmm. or you're going through a hard time um black obsidian is really powerful to just really help you just not get pulled into that and not be as affected mm. um but really good for cord cutting and just coming back to yourself and yeah. centering and grounding so nice it's it's volcanic mm. glass yeah. isn't it yeah because i got some in mexico and it was oh like, did you yeah, it was so good i yeah. got it from like some mayan temple in mexico oh my gosh, amazing and i brought it back and honestly this thing was like vibrating with energy it was at yeah, some point from there as well it was like really random i didn't even know it was happening like we went on a little day trip to these mm. mayan ruins and everyone was there wearing white and like this like absorbing the energy <laughs> and i was like this is before i got into it and okay. i was like what's happening yeah why is everyone wearing white Mm. and they were just all these people like selling these massive chunks and i was like oh my god drawn to it yeah even then i was like no this is really really powerful Mm. like before and then my friends who were into it i go and she was like this is so special yeah it's so magic but even this has got really amazing energy to Mm. it sound like proper woo-woo do i but you all have to you have to hold it like this you can (laughs) feel it in your hands yeah black obsidian is so powerful so powerful um and then the other crystal is rose quartz so it's the crystal for unconditional love yeah um i always say like you can't have too much love in your life um and a lot of people were drawn to the rose quartz because i always kind of like catch people like if they're wearing like a rose quartz um like crystal um, you know, you get those little chip bracelets. Yeah. I'm like, oh, she wants a boyfriend. <laughs> like, cause that, you know. like, cause I used to be that girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're drawn to it because you need more love. And I think, yeah. But actually, with rose quartz, it really guides us to love ourselves first. Mm-hmm. I know. Who's having this conversation? I was having this conversation with someone the other day, and she's like, I bought this, cris- this bit of rose quartz. So I think it was a dud because the guy's just ghosted me straight after and I was like no that's because you pulled in rose quartz you're asking for real love and that wasn't that wasn't so it's getting you ready she's like oh okay see the way when I put my rose quartz in my glaze Mm. and and I'm like it's for love people go oh love I'm like no but it's also to help you view things from a loving perspective yeah it's really really useful because if you're in a place where you're like something like you know we all have stuff that's stressful in our lives Mm. if you view it from a perspective of love you're like you're all right babes like yeah. how much more peace are you going to have in your life? Well, exactly. You get and there. also when you're with Rose Quartz, if you're coming back to love, you're coming back to your heart. And mm-hmm. also that's so grounding. Yeah. So if you've been quite self-critical yeah. or judgmental or think you're not, if you're feeling discontented with what's coming up, going on around you, when you come back to sort of 
love and rose quartz you feel supported regardless so you can't those shadowy feelings can't exist yes i feel like this is a nice crystal i might just hold it for a bit yeah hold it so let's talk about um the reason why so you're obviously making a living because people mm-hmm. need this in our in i mean i need it in my, <laughs> i need this in my life i'm your new client but we do i think everyone needs it mm. what do you think has been the triggering kind of response for that i think people have wanted a deeper connection with themselves and mm. they haven't known how to get it mm. um and i always i well, i really come back to the fact i think with like social media and people seeing celebrities working with crystals going mm. to, going for healing treatments like it's making it not woo woo it's yeah. making it normal so in like the latest series have you seen that goop series with gwyneth paltrow um i haven't but i know about goop. Yeah. yeah so but like that's that series i think it's just raising awareness that there are alternative things out there yeah and people that, that it's, it's helped and people that they know that it's helped yeah. so it's kind of not so not so strange so i mm. think people are opening up to it in that way um mm. but i think yeah people just want a deeper connection with themselves and they want answers and they want clarity yeah um that you're not going to find on goop and you're not going to find it's, it is but you need that space and i think as well in this digital age when we're on all the time mm-hmm. and unconsciously absorbing so much external energy and noise um we need to learn how to manage that yeah. better because it's more and more because we're on our phones more. So we're, it's not like before you'd see your friends after work or you'd, they'd pop round. Yeah. It's all the time. Like if you're on your, on your lunch break or you're just scrolling, yeah. and you've got like, not just your mates, but everyone's kind yeah. of it's even absorbing like- that. I used to have a phone call with one person. Right now I normally have about three or four chats happening at the same time yeah. whenever I look at my phone and it's like, Okay, at what point do I go, do you know, I'm not going to read, even though I can see like 90 messages, mm. I need to just focus on myself, which is why for me, I've been to clay. Yeah. I'm the most grounding of thing course. you can do. Yeah, like exactly. You're working that mud. Yeah. Um, but there are, obviously not everyone's going to change their career and go and like do pottery. No, but they could do it at the weekend. That's it. And I am running courses. <laughs> <laughs> I fully really? expect that to be good. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, I'll I have to come. <laughs> Please do. Like literally, I need you in my life. Um, so talk to me about how people can become more intuitive. Mm-hmm. So how can people become more intuitive? First, like meditation really helps or having mindful practices where yeah. they are disconnecting from all of the noise because our intuition is like our inner voice uh-huh. and it's very hard to hear when you've got so much going on and you're not feeling connected to yourself or your body. Do you have meditation tips? Because I struggle with, I'm a real twitchy person. Yeah. And I struggle with meditation. I have to do it assisted. I have to have yeah, someone. I, I do. Oh, like, do? Okay. I do. Yeah, I do. Because I've got someone to tell me what I've got to do. And when <laughs> yeah. to finish, like, I, I do. Um, I use an app called Insight Timer. Okay. And it's like a library of different meditations. It's fr- it's free, but you can subscribe to get free, like download mm-hmm. it and other access to different things. But I've just got the free one and I've got my favorite teachers and I just listen to them there in the morning. that you like resonate yeah, and, with. and what they're talking about yeah. and things. Because um, I remember before when I first started getting into meditation, oh my gosh, I remember you, I used to spend like hours trying to find meditation. Sit, and like they'd be candle. like weird, weird, creepy voices <laughs> yeah. or talking about thi- and like things that I couldn't relate to. I was like, I don't know. I listened to one yeah. and this guy, he was really nice. But he kept going, mm. he was like, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> now relax your feet. 
Mm. <laughs> I was just like, no, nah, mate, I can't listen to you. Turn it off. Someone else. Right. Yeah. Like, he was obviously like settling into it, but yeah. I was just like, that's so fucking Yeah, creepy. and some people that might really resonate with it. That, yeah. that might be, they're like, yeah. Like, <laughs> that was like, what helps them drop, like, drop in? But yeah. it is finding something that resonates with you. Mm. But also journaling is yeah. a, um, it's a meditative meditative practice as long as yeah. you're not checking your phone as long as you're doing that consistently for that allocated time you've done your pages or you've done your the amount of time that you want to do in mm. it as long as you aren't doing anything else mm. yeah. I'm myself mm. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as you aren't doing anything else like it's a mindfulness practice or yeah. yoga but um I think doing it at a time that works for you listening to something that feels yeah that you resonate with um, and also there's mantras there's different things so mantra meditation helps you give something gives you something to focus so mantra is words or mm-hmm. um sounds that you would chant and that helps you stay focused do you have any good mantras that you like i have you know i've been listening to them on like the, this guy called david g on insight timer i can never remember them it's so weird oh, really? like, i'm doing them and after i'm like what was that chant like but yeah. I, i've done it the whole time but i think because you go in i don't I can't remember what all the brain waves are but i yeah. think because you go into that bit you're not you're using a completely different part of your brain it's not your conscious mind that's remembering and you're just so in the now you're not holding on to the words you're just channeling them and doing them which sounds really powerful yeah and everyone can do it but it's just giving it's also it's just it is a practice because we're hardwired now to have our heads like you said in all all these tabs open so just practicing and being like okay well my thoughts are going to wander like that's as long as they come back yeah that is the actual the bit that you come back and recognize that you've gone like over to your shopping list or taking like your yeah. order back from like, wherever you bought something from like it's that moment that you come back that's what the actual meditation is ah that's such as a good having way that awareness yeah it. so it's like if you as long as you remember to come back you're meditating that you know is, that makes me feel a whole lot yeah. better than all my failed <laughs> meditations that i've dealt with um and so how else i mean talking about being intuitive so mm-hmm. like listening to that inner yeah. voice so you have to quiet out the noise a little bit mm-hmm. Uh, is it, what else crystals like crystals what would be a good I think start having crystal? different tools so having different tools helps like i said we're all intuitive but we have these messages come through all the time but mm-hmm. we just don't know how to decipher them and we also don't trust them mm. because we're so used to programmed to do things because we should yeah. we feel guilty or because we're trying to people please or like all of these other things or it's what other people do so you think that that's how you're supposed to do it but it doesn't feel right for you yeah um so it's really hard to trust your intuition because a lot of the time it's based on something that you don't have proof of it mm. might be that something that no one else has done yeah something that's off the beaten track or something that you've never done um and so it's really that's why it's really hard to trust it and how i think your intuition is like it's it's like cultivating a, a friendship oh, and like becoming best friends nice... with your intuition so, so if it's saying like pick up that pick up the phone call that person do it yeah like if it's saying um say no to that thing do it if it's saying if it's saying read this book or go and don't eat this if, if you're like oh actually i don't think i should be eating this this type of food yeah. because i don't know why but actually intuitively i'm not feeling good about that yeah it's listening to it because each time you listen to it and again crystals are really good because i always say to people don't choose a crystal based on what you think it's good for but choose a crystal that you are drawn to and then look it up in my book <laughs> In my book, Crystal Code. Yeah, in the Crystal Code. Not Amazon. Um, but I actually think I have your book. You might do. Yeah, I'm purple. Yeah, yeah. I totally um, have it. That's yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked. But you, so you could see which if you go to a crystal shop, 
or even if you're looking at crystals online see which one you're drawn to and then look it up I, on my instagram grid i do like a pick a crystal mm. and i'll have four different crystals and then say like which one are you drawn to and then swipe across and there'll be messages and people are like, oh my god that's what i'm going through it's like yes because you know what you yeah. need and that's the thing with crystals when you choose a crystal because it's good for something that you're just going for a symptom of what's going on for you but actually if you allow your intuition to tell you what you're drawn to you're going to the root of it that's so clever mm. i never thought of it like that i always just go i'm gonna pick the one that winks at me yeah exactly it's the same thing you're <laughs> yeah. still drawn to it yeah. So, yeah and then when you look it up you're like that's why you're winking that's at me that's what you really yeah. needed that's what's really going on mm. so which i mean i suppose that's like kind of answer the questions like what's a good start i mean can you get like starter kits is that the right thing to do if yeah. someone hasn't got access to a good crystal shop or somewhere to go and actually yeah. see and feel them yeah is online as good yeah I, well i sell like my shop's offline at the moment but i sell crystals online like, oh, i bought wicked. crystals online um as long as it's from a reputable person and their crystals and picked are extra ethic- magic ones as well yeah like, and all of my <laughs> crystals are like ethically and sustainably sourced uh-huh. so it's just things like that i think are really important um but if you're drawn to it and you keep coming back to it and I think as long as the crystal that you're getting is the one that's on the pic- the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because quite often <laughs> again, you wouldn't. Done, like... yeah, yeah, exactly. I've done it before and I'm like, oh my God, that's tiny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's not the one. No, yeah. no, really so things like that. But you can get starter kits and if that that's a great place to start okay. there's not a bad um, way to do no it, there's no okay. there's no right or wrong way as long as it's a crystal that you're drawn to and sometimes if it's one that you're sometimes people are gifted them yeah so if you've got one rolling around at the bottom of a drawer that your auntie or yeah. a friend gave you and you're like, oh maybe there's something in that get it out like oh, hang yeah. out with it yeah so talk to me about hanging out with a crystal do mm-hmm. you cleanse them and program them and yeah like, how do you cultivate a relationship with a crystal? So how you... <laughs> like, and we can go as, no, like, full I know. as... So, like... I, so how you cultivate a relationship with a crystal is is having that time with it to, when you get a crystal, cleanse it. And with by cleansing, what you're doing is you're taking... Crystals absorb energy. Uh-huh. So when you're cleansing it, you're, all of the energy that's absorbed by that crystal, you're kind of sending that to this universal hard drive. Yeah. So you're cleansing it, whether it's um, under running water or... Um, with um, incense or herbs or um, putting out under the moonlight or in the I sunlight. I like Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, I'm like, a, I mean, I'm, like, like, I'm all about the moon. Like I'd live with my flatmates. So I'd go rattling past them on a full moon with all my crystals. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah. give my crystals a bath face. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, all right. Yeah. And they're like laid out in yeah. the moon bath. Like, Especially a good moon when you yeah. get like. <laughs> I love it. I'm a good one. <laughs> you know what I mean? When the moon's bright. Yeah. Um, but you say so, cleansing them. So you're just, you're setting that tension to look, release what's, you're creating a new beginning. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you can charge them. So crystals come from the earth. So putting them um, on the earth, on grass, if you've got them, or if you've got pot pl- house plants, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you live in a flat, like you can do that, put them out on a windowsill for the sun or for the moonlight. So you're charging them up, just like you're putting your phone into charge. Wicked. Giving them some juice. Yeah. Um, and then you would program them. And by programming, what that means is you are giving them an intention. Mm-hmm. So you are asking them to support you to do something. And in that also, you're collaborate. You're asking to collaborate with that crystal because we're not silly. Like they are inanimate objects. We're not saying, yeah. come on, you, like crystal, give me, show me the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, yeah exactly. Yeah. Show me the money. You're like, um, crystal support me to feel abundant. Mm-hmm. you know and then in that using that energy of that crystal as a kind of like lens if i was that crystal what would i do around abundance how would i look after my money better oh. you know how would i maybe is it time for me to ask for, ask for a pay rise actually or do i need to pay off that debt it's looking at it in that way mm. rather than and when we align with that energy when we are around crystals we tune into their energy um that helps us 
feel more confident to take those actions. Amazing. Love, love, love. Do you have a favorite crystal? Oh, it changes all the time because I work with, I usually work with one crystal at a time rather for in my personal practice because I find that I could just go deeper and uh-huh. get the lessons because when you take the time to really connect with one crystal, you don't need loads. You don't need mm. loads. That like You're better off having one that you really connect with than loads that you don't do anything with. Um, and I always feel that when I kind of just work with one, I just end up being a bit like Gollum which is like my precious like we've been through so much like you've helped me work through this block or help me overcome this situation and I'm like no one like no other crystal did like make me feel this good um but then I'm like okay it's time to like, move on time to move on yeah um talk to me about the tarot so mm-hmm. you said you had a ta- you had um a tarot card set since yeah. the age of 14 yeah. when did you actually start learning so I it was I don't know how it was in our house but we had this deck in the house and I think I must have watched like the craft or something yeah and I was just like using it and I'd look it up and I didn't really understand what the meanings were but I just I just still keep doing it and it would always be like does so and so fancy me <laughs> <laughs> will I get a boyfriend yeah. or like will I pass my exams it's like the most obscure questions that it didn't really I was using it not this fullest potential yeah um, but I still kept like pulling and sometimes there'd be like a little bit of like oh yeah kind of that makes sense but not really understanding it and then um, just kept coming back to it more and more. And then one, um, what was it? When I was doing more of the psychic development work, like mm. I was using my Oracle cards a lot more and using my tarot cards more, but I wanted to know what they meant. I wanted to learn to use them and not have to use a, like the book, yeah. the guidebook. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when I started doing that, just things just shifted and opened up and were reading them more intuitively. Mm. Um, and then, yeah. And then I think what happened, like my friend asked me to, do, she was running a festival and she asked me to do tarot readings there. And again, I'm like, I'm an Aries. So I'm like, yeah, say yes. Yeah. Think, think, <laughs> think about yeah. it later. Um, and so I said yes. And I had like a queue of people wanting tarot readings and like all of them were like people I'd never met before. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, how did you know this about me? How? And I was like, I don't know. I could just read <laughs> the cards and this is what's coming through but all that confirmation is obviously what you needed wasn't yeah. it to give you that confidence mm. to keep going yeah exactly so your new book is called luna mm-hmm. can you tell me a little bit more about that so luna is all about the moon mm-hmm. and how we can get to know ourselves better through getting to know the moon mm-hmm. um so it talks about moon rituals the moon phases and how they affect us um and how we can align our energy and what we're doing day to day with those phases to find more balance because I think in this life this like modern life that we're all living everyone's just like on the go all the time and that's not how we're meant to be um and we don't recognize when we need to rest and recharge we just push through yeah um and it's really detrimental to our well-being on so many levels and again using the moon to understand our intuition yeah um and getting to know what how we feel at certain times what triggers us so what would be a moon ritual? With so a moon ritual, yeah. So a moon ritual would be something that you do associated with the moon. So it doesn't have to just be the new moon or a full moon. Um, it can be a waxing moon or waning moon, like the different phases um, and aligning the ritual for different things. So you could think of a new moon ritual as that you go through a series of practices. So it could be a meditation. It could be... Um, a ritual where you're doing a practice to set your intention. So new moons are all about new beginnings. Mm-hmm. So you could do something that symbolizes a new beginning and a fresh start. You've got your waxing moon, which is for taking action. So you could do a ritual around taking action. Um, and then full moon ritual, which is most people know about. Yeah, like full that. Moon so and full moon, moon and moon. Yeah. Of. 
And then full moons, kind of a full moon ritual, you could think of it, you could either do like a meditation, you could do a ritual bath. So you could have, um, use different crystals to bring different energies into your bath. You could be really extra, put all your rose petals in, yes, your flowers, bathe in that. Yeah, all yeah. the soul. Um, <laughs> And um, it's my, a mind, my, time to be mindful, mm. also time to reflect. Mm. So reflect on how you want to move forward, what you want to let go of, yeah. what you would like to experience in your life um, and what you're grateful for as well. Yeah. Um, and then oracle using your oracle cards or tarot cards to tune in. Um, yeah. Is there a bit of spirituality that you've seen kind of banded around that you think that's not good advice? I think with the law of attraction where people are like, you've got to think positive all yeah. the time. Like if you don't, if you think badly, bad things are going to happen to you. And I don't think that that is true. Mm-hmm. And I think I know some people get quite superstitious and like, I can't yeah. think positive. It's like, fake it till they make it. And I think you've got to be real with, yeah. if, you have, if you're having a hard time. Also, when we're feeling challenged and things aren't going great, like it's there to show us what we're outgrowing yeah. and what we need to do. So when we kind of like, pretend it's not there we're do, we're not helping ourselves You're ignoring like we're your spiritually bypassing yeah um what what needs to be done so i think mm. and like when people are like oh i can't i can't be around negativity or negative yeah. people i think well there's something in that like, yeah like whether it's boundaries that you need to have but yeah. also what are you taking from that are you project we can be just as toxic as the yeah. other person so yeah. just checking in with where where that's coming from that is excellent mm. excellent advice do, can can I do a three card spread? Is that really cheeky? Basically, there's a deck of tarot cards here. I'm desperate, <laughs> desperate to get my hands on it. Can do we, we, we yeah, do a really quick one? one? Do one card. So I just put yeah, a card do, yeah, and then you card. can tell me what it is. But yeah, put them on the sofa and then like fan them out. And then just take a moment to... Okay. Um, so if you were to do this at home, this is something that you do in your morning practice, mm-hmm. is it? Just to kind of get your like... Just tune in. Yeah, I always sound like, like with, when I'm do, working with my oracle cards, I always like, I was like, what does the universe want me to know today? Okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah. What does the universe want me to know today? And I feel like this one's really sticking out to me. Be a good one. Devil! Ooh, I love it. That's <laughs> <laughs> controversial. <laughs> no, a lot of people, I love that card. A lot of people don't, but for the, the devil is for you, it's like, it's a... Um, it's for you to step outside of your comfort zone and oh, be really? and be radical. And the things that the, the devil is for you is the, the what stops you from actually doing what you're meant to be doing. It's that inner voice and that inner critic that's like, what have you got to give? What have you got to do? And it's it's keep it's what's been keeping you stuck. But it's like for you to being like you put it out there. You've got nothing to lose. But we 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 have shame around. There's, yeah. there's shame um, that we that needs to be overcome, and that's where the devil come the devil comes from. It's like you're not stuck. Like you you just need to walk your talk. I love, that. love <laughs> how does love. that feel for you? Yeah, resonating because I'm doing loads of stuff at the moment that's okay. quite big and scary for mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah, I mean these girls have heard about it all day. Um, I'm starting a business, and it is just a little bit scary. Yeah, but you just got to push that devil away. And yeah, like, do it. Love that. Yeah. And this deck's really beautiful too. So obviously Luna's out. When is Luna out? Luna's out in August. Uh-huh. So I'm really looking forward to that. Just getting everything ready. Yeah. Um, Are you going to be touring it? Or? I am. We're just, so we've just had a meeting. I just need to get my, waiting for the date, the actual date to be confirmed. So I'll be touring in the summer with yeah, the Yeah, touring in the summer, 
doing some events around that. Um, if someone wants then, to come and meet you and have a reading and do yeah. some work with you, how do they do that? So they, everything's like on my... <laughs> <laughs> how so, would I do yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> everything's like on my website, uh-huh. um, which is wolfsister.com. And then on Instagram, I make it super easy. Just go on my link in bio, everything's there. And there's also like a book, book now button. But Brilliant. I've got a space in East London um, where I see clients. So it's my own little unit. Um, so I do healing sessions and tarot readings there. That is so cool. Thank you so much for joining oh, me thank today. You. <laughs> I feel illuminated and crystal healed and like I need to get rid of the devil and that you're, you're an angel. This is amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. After hours of Atrium Year. Woo! <laughs> thank you for listening to After Hours by Ashton and Mie. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. See you back here next week for a brand new episode. Thank you.